When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's going on? Yo. Well, apparently they're blocking my comments because I can't refer to a stinky little animal. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Mm. <laughs> gotcha loud and clear. Huh. So, so that is the uh, the group that this gentleman... And I'm, I'm Virgil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once, once I caught the uh, the reference, I I realized who we we're talking to. Yeah, and that it was strange. just a rather interesting conversation this morning with this gentleman. He's retired, and it came up with a another customer, and we ended up talking for about twenty minutes. And he he's a retired engineer for that top secret organization, and uh, basically said. All of the stuff they're revealing right now is old stuff. The stuff they that's really cool, we won't see for a while. It's all very real. Um, he saw a aircraft that had no visible means of propulsion. Um, you know, and just some of the things. Uh, but the the most interesting thing and that caught me off guard. He said the Navy has all of the coolest weapons. A lot of it is airborne. And they really don't care about our guns because they have the ability to fly over us and put us basically in a state of suspended animation. So they could come in and take down the entire town that you're in. 
and you would wake up and it's all over. That's terrifying. I definitely yeah. believe that. Oh yeah. The question, well, then the question would be why, why start revealing this now? He didn't seem to have any answer for that other than uh, he thinks they're, they they want to depopulate the earth a lot. That's his take. And they're working with aliens. And he also, he, he fully believes they are working with aliens. Okay, so there could be some other agendas that roll into that then. Yeah. Absolutely. But I mean, it, so. it goes to other things that we've heard too, as far as um, like Max Spears saying, a lot of that stuff is from the government, you know, and if they have the ability to put you in the suspended state of animation, I mean, well, there you go. There's abduction shit one-on-one right there. Yep. Missing time, all that stuff. Thing. All, yeah, all of that stuff. <laughs> Just thinking it's, the same thing. It's terrifying. I, I hope that they don't have a plan to depopulate because that's not very cool. Well, he's thinking, I mean, his comment was that there's going to be another pandemic targeted specifically for the older people. Mm. I thought that was kind of a strange word. Me and me and Steve rolled that around this Lasco when we, when we talked off air about it once in a while and who it uh, hit the hardest essentially. Yeah. And like, like Steve was saying, you know, it could they could essentially just keep knocking out either the the elderly or they could start working down the chain. Um, you've heard about, I think, what was it, China? They're they're being able to target specific genetic markers in people. They're working on that type of virus. I mean, there's a lot of scary stuff when it comes to that. And then you can't, you almost can't prove it to a degree. You, know, you, just, you just say, oh, well, Steve died of the cold, you know? I mean, it, it's rare. Yeah. It, it just happens, though. You know, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, and even through the last pandemic, look at, you know, the the rate of deaths in all of the countries increased dramatically. And those numbers were only uh, verified because of the uh, amount of caskets that increase the sales you know, there was like that anomaly because so many more people were dying that the government was not saying anything about it yep i don't know it's it's all so weird and then if you if you think i mean look at look at life now i mean we have 100 percent accepted covid as a thing now like it's just another flu at this point, at least that's what it gets sold as, you know, because even my company, they just treat it like the common cold now. There's no forced time off. There's no Ours freaking out about it. Nothing. It's it's just, all right, yeah, you're sick. Okay, well, come in when you feel better. Yep. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy and it's scary what they're doing to us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean... I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. It's just hard, you know. I like to think that in the beginning, we all just kind of overreacted a hair and uh, shit happens. And if you sold it like that, hey, if you're honest, I, I mean, yeah, it sucks and you shouldn't have done that, but 
I accept that because we do all overreact from time to time. But man, the way the story <laughs> keeps unfolding and, and moving forward, it's just like, wow. Wow. That, wow, they're out for us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me and Steve have talked about that off there too, where it's just kind of like, like it, once again, we try to be benefit of the doubt, but sometimes you look at the big picture and you're like, they, they almost have to be. Like, there's almost no way around this explanation anymore. Like they have to be out for us. It just doesn't, I don't know. It just doesn't make much sense. No, I agree with you. It's a, that's a crazy time we are living in. That's for sure. So <laughs> understatement. understatement. <laughs> but I also found it very interesting that when I tried to type that in, nothing was shot, was popping up on the feed. Uh, and you know colleen couldn't see it she couldn't type the word uh up there i mean that that's just a hundred percent censorship going on right there in real time it's nuts like <laughs> it's i said nuts. It, I, and as far as i'm concerned we've already lost the battle with censorship it's already it's oh, here yeah. you know and the the sad thing is is we all kind of even us, you know, we're all complacent in it. We bitch about it, but that's all we ever do as a population. Is we just bitch about it. We don't right. ever actually stand up and do anything because uh, for a plethora of reasons, and I'm not blaming one person or the next, but we, in a nutshell, we do kind of allow it to happen. Yep. We, we are the frogs sitting in the ever-warming water that eventually we'll do away with it right yeah and we all bitch about it hey it's getting hot in here it's getting hot but we don't we don't make we don't do i don't know and it's hard you know you could sit here and say well what do you do well i don't know what do you do some of you guys out there way fucking smarter than me so far we've just went on with our lives yeah that's that's it that's absolutely right Well, anyway, I just thought it was an interesting uh, conversation. It was very interesting that I couldn't post it. Uh, Thoroughly enjoy you guys. And I will let the next person call. You guys keep up the the great conversation. It's a great work. Love you guys. Love you guys too. (laughs) Appreciate it very much. Talk to you later. Later. The the conversation reminds me so much of all the talk that abductions and everything – are the government. government like there there was that x-files episode with uh Critchgow yeah. where yeah, i know what you're talking about yep he goes through the whole thing because Mulder's like I'm, I'm pulled i pulled it up right now just to read it when Mulder's like what about the reports of abductions you're saying they've all been lies not lies exactly but citizens taken unsuspecting and tested a classified military project above top secret and still ongoing you've heard the recent denials about roswell by the military and the cia what's been the effect even wilder and more widespread belief, the American appetite for bogus revelation, Agent Mulder. But I've seen aliens. I've witnessed these things. And he says, you've seen what they wanted you to see. Yeah. I mean, like I said, bro, there are people out there that would just shit stomp us in this game of chess. Or we, we're, not, we're not even playing the same game, ladies and gentlemen. I oh, will yeah. sit here and fully admit I am not outsmart many people. 
you no. know, and, and it's just they have they hold ninety five percent of the cards. And if I they just, have the ability to essentially, it's a paralysis, sleep paralysis, essentially. If they have that ability, then there. How how do you protect yourself from that? You don't. Right. Yeah. You don't. Sorry. Sorry, callers from New York. Uh, I just was trying to let Steve finish that thought before. Oh, my bad. My bad. I opened the line back up. So it's nothing personal. Nothing personal. Just trying to let Steve finish his thought. Here we go. Hey, thanks for calling the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, guys. It's Russ. What's up? Long time no speak. What's What's up, up, dude? Well, so let me preface my story real quick. I'm scrolling on Facebook and I see the um, scene from Comedian when the guy's dancing with the little orange aliens. And so, like, I'm tempted to watch this movie ever since watching The Hearing with the congressional leaders or whatever. And that movie had always terrified me. I was like, I'm going to conquer my fear. I want to watch the movie. Watched it last night, fell asleep halfway, and I experienced double sleep paralysis with them same aliens coming to take me, and I just didn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> Say no. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Oh. And I'm like, I know it can't be a bad dream because I can wake myself up usually, and it's like something's forced me to go back to sleep under submission, and I'm like, oh. and I woke up this morning with like a bruise on my hand out of nowhere, so say to say, I'm not gonna watch that movie to uh, for breaking <laughs> of it, but. Fuck that. I don't blame you. Oh, yeah. That... No. Yeah, I, I don't like the whole sleep paralysis stuff because it is terrifying. And these things, they just subvert their will on you and they can't, in a way, make you a bitch. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yep. That's, I, I feel yeah, the same yeah, way. But yeah, I understand. Like that whole stuff they're talking about when the government with the releasing and all the confidentials. That's nothing recent. Like, we should stop getting our hopes. So this is stuff that's been declassified from the 80s and downwards. This is not 2000s. This is not the late 2010s. So they just playing the game to keep us quiet because they know we're finding the truth on our own, especially with you guys and the other podcasts. They'd rather say the truth before they let us speak the truth. And that's just that matter of fact right now. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I feel that. But you guys keep on rocking. I just had to put my two pieces into it. Right on, man. I'm, we appreciate it. All right. Same way, guys. Yeah. Stay safe, brother. All right. Um, yeah. That scene he's talking about where he's dancing with the aliens in communion. Creepy. Yeah. Creepy. Uh, it's weird that he was drawn to the movie and then as soon as yeah. he watches it, essentially, I have, I have heard this before. And I didn't know, I didn't realize that it was the first two years. That, you know, uh, Mark says, they say the first two years of X-Files are directly from real cases per John DeSouza, the real Mulder. Uh, I didn't realize it was the first two years. I thought I was under the impression it was a couple episodes in the show, but obviously the more the better. I'm not going to argue that fact. And the more and then, the the more we look into stuff and the deeper we dig we just seem to keep being able to refer back to episodes where they're like, oh shit, oh shit, 
Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they, they have it all the time where, uh, specialty agents will come in for TV shows and brief them and give them, I can't remember any of the specific shows, but I know that they've had casework like that before. Yeah. Where they've brought special people, you know, the FBI in to say, Hey, you know, this essentially, this is the case. Then of course, Hollywood might have dulled it up a little bit, but you know, they just turned it into a entertaining show. Yep. Look at the pilot episode of the lone gunman, which was a direct spinoff of the X-Files. Right. Look into that. That's some crazy shit right there. Just months yeah. before it happened in real life. Some wild shit. And then uh, Captain Toast here makes a good point. We already have quote unquote suspended animation to some degree with anesthesia. Yep. You don't, you, you go to sleep, don't wake up for a while and forget everything that happened during. Yep. Is a valid point. Imagine if they have that ability to put us in that suspended state just by just by flying over top, just by being over top of us. That's terrifying. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's nothing to to protect yourself against it. No, no, and that that's it's not a good feeling when they're like they're they're not even worried about your guns. They don't care. No, they're just gonna hit you with this woo yeah, ray and sleep, make you fall sleep asleep. Ray. Sleep, yeah. right? Make you go to sleep. Definitely worth going back and checking out, Colleen. Especially, especially now with everything that's happened and the stuff that you're, the stuff that you probably got your eyes open to the last couple of years. Seeing them put that out on national syndicate television twenty, thirty years ago makes you really wonder, man. We should maybe we should have been paying attention. The X Files is by far the greatest TV series of all time. It's so good. Yeah, it is so so good. So much fun to sit and watch, especially if you're into these topics. It's just such a it's such a good ride. I always get not to I'm kind of bouncing back and forth on topics here, but anytime I get put out with anesthetic, I get sick as f when I wake up. Horrible sick. I only had it once, and it's a bizarre feeling when you wake back up. Yeah. At least, you know, for me it was. I got put out when they took all my wisdom teeth out. Yeah, I get it. I, I haven't been under in a long time, but... Me either. Whenever I woke up, I'd always end up just puking my guts out. I don't know what they'll do for my next surgery. I don't know if they'll put me out for it or not. Yeah, the, the further into the series you get, it kind of... Kind of gets a little more wonky. Whatever, I love it. Um, you guys are all busters. You can't, you can't bow out on X Files. I didn't say you had to bow, bow out. I'm just saying it's not as good as the beginning. That's true. We got another call. Hell yeah! Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo, oh, not too much. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing well. Doing well. Thanks for asking. I called you guys, uh, I don't know, it was about a month or a little more than that, six weeks ago or so. I had the story about seeing the uh, shadow figure up in the window at my mom's house years ago. Okay. Um, and I wanted to share uh, another story I had, and it's uh, more of a Ouija board story. I know we've had a few of those lately. 
And my uh, my first job I ever had, I was working at the, the movie theater uh, over here in, in Missouri. It's probably close to you guys, just south of St. Louis. And uh, the, there was kind of a some talk that it was haunted, you know, just a lot of the kids just, you know, I guess trying to scare each other with a lot of it. But um, I worked there for several years and ended up being a manager with you know, some of the other folks that I'd worked with for many years. And so one night they had a bunch of us and we were all kind of upstairs in the uh, projection area. And one of the girls had uh, brought a, a Ouija board and they were just wanting to, you know, do a seance or whatever, try to talk to the ghost because they, they made a, a name for her and all this. And so I, there's probably about seven, eight, nine of us. I can't really remember. Either. But anyway, I, I was raised Catholic and my mom verbatim told me, don't fuck with that. Whatever you do, just absolutely do not. You know, it's those are basically a, a doorway. And a door works from both ways. If you open it, not only can you, you know, put yourself out there, but you can let something in. So kind of when they got that out, I was just like, hey, I'll stand back. You know, you guys have fun. I'll just kind of sit over here. And uh, so they started messing with it and, you know, asking different questions, this and that. And, you know, they would, it's kind of hard to tell with some of that, you know, just standing off. Is it really moving? Are they moving it? you know, what have you, but they kind of went on and went on just asking different questions. And, you know, they supposedly got a little bit of the story of the ghost that was there or whatever. But, um, after a while, there's one of the girls that was there and actually I think she was the one that brought it, if I recall, but she was always kind of wanting to just push the boundaries of just about anything that she did. And, uh, so she started, you know, saying, Hey, do something to let us know you're here, yada, yada. She kind of kept asking, kept asking. And just all of a sudden there was a, a cabinet that was up there. I don't even remember what was in it, but just a bunch of random junk. And I mean, it sounded like someone just nailed the side of that thing with a sledgehammer. And I mean, it made all of us jump up, you know, we were all kind of freaking out and, you know, but she thought it was the best thing in the world. She, and, you know, she kind of thought, well, heck, someone, something's here now. So she kind of kept, you know, kept asking it to, you know, poke her or pull her hair or do something. And, you know, I just kind of kept egging this thing on. And it was like kind of nothing was happening, nothing was happening. And then she, she just all of a sudden stood up and just had this look on her face and was just like, hey, I got to go. And, you know, we're all kind of like, well, what, what's the deal? And it was me and one of the other managers went over to see what was going on. There was a bathroom up there that she kind of ran to. And uh, we went over there to check on her and she was spitting up blood into the sink. And I mean, we were freaking out. And I mean, I guess, yeah, she could, you know, she really wanted to bit her tongue or something just for the dramatic effect. But this girl, like I said, it just kind of wanted to take things over the top as it was. However, she, yeah, she, she, just the look on her face, you could tell she, I mean, she was petrified. She was just white as a damn ghost. And, uh, you know, she was just like, I'm done. We're done. And, you know, by that point, they kind of, everyone else kind of heard us, you know, talking and came over and saw the, her spitting up blood in the sink. I mean, it wasn't like huge amounts, you know, like we had to be concerned for, but, you know, it was like, holy crap. And uh, after that, you know, we all kind of ran over and they shut the board down and, you know, that was the end of that for, for that night. Um, I think they said they ended up, that girl actually ended up becoming a manager later on. 
uh, right after I had quit. And uh, she was friends with uh, my wife, who also worked at the theater. We weren't married at the time. but uh, And she had just talked about, you know, they had ended up doing several more and supposedly got more aspects to the story of the ghost that, you know, lived there and all that. But um, I, I didn't really hear much of it past that. Like I said, I had quit soon after that as it was. But yeah, that was just, that one definitely got me. Like I said, I had never, never messed with the Ouija board, never been around one. And ever since then, definitely haven't been around one. That's, that's, that's wild. You would have to be very committed to your theatrics to injure yourself, to just try to freak people oh, out. I, I think so too. Like I said, she was just, um, and she was kind of one of them girls that, you know, it's kind of a woman power thing, nothing wrong with that, but just, it was just one of those that, you know, again, she, she'd do just, just about anything, but you know, she wasn't one to show much emotion. That's what I was really trying to say uh, in that sense. But I mean, you could tell like she was freaked out, but I, I think it almost kind of, it was kind of like a dual reaction for her. not only did know that happened but I, I think it almost made her like kind of more interested in it like you know something happened you know can we make something happen again kind of deal but you know nothing like that ever happened again at least to to my knowledge she's squirrely one that if she's the type that's like well let's see what else we can make happen yeah, exactly. Like I said she was just one to, to push things beyond the envelope that's for sure. Yeah because if they if it's making my mouth bleed, I don't think I'm trying to mess with it. Well, and that was the weird thing, too, is that because, you know, it, I mean, you could tell that she was just physically spitting up blood. It's not like it was, you know, from a cut or something. I could spit a little bit out and then it would kind of taper off for a minute before it built back up. I mean, spitting out globs of blood into the sink. It, it was quite horrific. No, I'm good. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that's and, you know, I had already kind of told them whenever they broke that out, I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm not doing this. I haven't, and I have none of this. I'll set, set off to the side. And, you know, it was kind of like didn't want to add insult to injury at that point. But it was like, I told you guys, man, you shouldn't fuck around with those things. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Uh, and you've we've heard worse stories, you know, where people have messed with them and it's really affected people's health and their their overall lives like it just their lives oh, yeah, went to yeah. shit well you had the one where uh, the guy that rode in a while back from florida or something his buddy ended up dying and I yeah i didn't really couldn't you know connect to that but it was very uh, suspicious timing i suppose right yeah yep i don't know uh, like it it doesn't I, it doesn't seem to have a lot of benefits in playing with it no i i can't see you know unless you're into the occult and you're I mean, trying to do it for the purpose of you know summoning something for whatever reason but, right but uh yeah anyway like i said i mean you'd had a number of those stories lately and just wanted to add mine into the mix so hope everyone enjoyed it and i'll be listening still awesome thank you so much for calling in yeah thank right, you so you much stay weird brother yeah. absolutely see you later I know I make the analogy every time we start to talk about it, but a lot of people use these things as a window to look in to the paranormal to communicate through. But sometimes those windows are a door and things like to move through doors. I agree. 
I agree. I feel like it's a when used in specific ways, it's probably a pretty dangerous tool. Yeah. I mean, essentially you're like, I was talking to Ed about it. Uh, you're opening your body up to be the conduit for whatever these things are, because it's moving the planchette through you. Yeah. You, you are becoming yeah. the vessel for it to communicate. Yeah. And I feel like that's a dangerous game to play. Yeah. Especially for, I would be willing to put money that, 95% of people that mess with them don't really know what the fuck they're doing. No. I would I, I would be one of them people. I was going to say I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a clue about how to protect yourself and all that jazz. Nope, not not an idea. I know um, Emily who hangs out in the Facebook group, there is a talking board museum here in Alton, just a little one. They've got some old talking boards there. I need to go check it out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, Burr, that Burr's would be pretty interesting. Making a video using the Ouija board. I mean it's let us let know, it's us one of them things. Maybe maybe it'll make an interesting night shift call afterwards. Might. But I do need to figure out, I need do need to go check that out. I'd like to see some of the old ones. And like I said, it's it's interesting to me that uh, some of the earliest mass marketed ones from the 20s was right here out of St. Louis. I would love to find and get my hands on one of those. I wonder if, I don't know really how to explain this, so I'll explain it the best way I can. I wonder if an individual, if, if, an individual is, I'll use the phrase divinely protected or just overall has a thick plate of armor on. And if they were to try to use a Ouija board, if nothing would happen because they are so protected, if that makes sense. Yeah. You make, oh, you make oh, a good point you. about them being the vessel. What if you're so protected? You can't communicate. Yeah. I got you. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like it would fall further into their intentions if they wanted to communicate to just kind of open that up. I feel like they would be able to, especially someone eh, like that metaphysically sound, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they would be able to probably make and break the communications easier than anybody else. Oh, um, me. Yep. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. What's How up? are you? Good, good. I'm a long-time listener. I've been trying to be sorry for the, for the heavy breathing. I'm just getting off the treadmill here. No, you're hey, good. But, uh, I got a couple of cool stories about um, how things happened. I grew up in, in uh, Arizona, and, you know, obviously we get a lot, get a lot of people calling in about uh, interesting things happening out here, and I, I want to relay a couple of them. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So when I was a kid, um, we lived in, we were kind of poor and we lived in, in, uh, housing that was, it was provided by my dad's company. And, uh, we had these new neighbors roll in and my mom was talking to them. They were like, yeah, you got the big house and on the, on the corner. And they're like, yeah, it's great. Do you guys want to trade? Like within a day or two of them moving in. And so my mom took him up because we were a bigger family than them. And we, we moved in and like almost immediately 
weird shit started happening. Um, my brother yelled at me to come home because they heard a ghost. And it was literally, ooh, I thought, you got to be shitting me. What kind of ghost is this? And <laughs> sure enough, it was, it was really, ooh. And then uh, there was little, little uh, bells, like in one of those horror movies where you hear little bells. And uh, we heard that. And it would happen every few weeks. And, uh, but it wasn't anything more than that. But around the same time, um, you, everybody, I thought the hat man was just something that I made up in my mind. But I, the, what I saw, I remember, do you remember the show Carmen San Diego? Yeah. Okay. So that's what I saw out of the corner of my eye, but it was running. It was running back. And um, it was always out of the corner of my eye. I could never get a good beat on it, but I just thought it was, it was just something that I saw and, and my mind was playing tricks on me. Um, and, and uh, it's sort of, all of this sort of built up um, into a few different things. Um, one of our neighbors was saying that something came in his window and sat on him and almost suffocated him. And as quickly as it sat on him, it left. And um, I'm sure you guys have heard stories about that. And it was just the weirdest thing. Uh, but what happened at our house is I heard something climb the side of the house and just start stomping around on the roof and we were pretty remote so there was really nobody that could have been doing this and uh i never got to see what it was um but it was uh it was always really interesting you scared the shit out of me i, I lost a lot of sleep over it because it didn't just happen once it happened five or six times um so i just wanted to relay that uh, and then i have like a a bone it chilled me to my bones story if you want to listen to it for a little bit. For sure. Okay. So um, when I was about 12 or 13, my uncle said that he and his uh, harvesting group were way out um, in a remote field and this light came out of the sky. And it came, it was an orb and it just dropped down out of the sky and it hit everybody's combine and it shut it off. And then it flew off to another field and then it flew up and the tractors wouldn't come on until the next morning. And, uh, you know, and he said that he had never seen anything like it and they never saw anything like it again. And uh, I asked my mom about it. This was before my uncle died. My mom's like, your uncle's full of shit. Don't listen to him. None of that shit is true. And uh, a few years ago, I was talking to this old man and he said, yeah, I worked with your uncle on the harvesting crew and we were out way beyond so-and-so. And, -so, and um, there, this weird thing happened where this light came out of the sky and it shut everything off and it took off. But one of our other coworkers in another tractor, it was a brand new tractor. It went there and shut off that other tractor. And then it got in front of a truck and it blew up and it went off into the sky. And uh, I was like, whoa, my uncle was telling the truth. And <laughs> Uh, the old man was like, yeah, your uncle was telling the truth. And it was, it, it really happened. Uh, but, uh, that's just par for the course for Arizona. Crazy shit happens out here and, and, uh, it doesn't really scare you. It, you just, you just look at it and move on. So that's what I got. That's, that's awesome that the story ends up getting verified there that somebody else seen it and experienced it with your uncle. Uh, yeah. 
Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say Sorry. that one of your stories from earlier reminded me of my story. The same thing feet, I thought of. The feet slamming uh, on the roof. I've had the same thing happen to me. Do you know what it is? Oh, I have no or- fucking clue. But I remember. I remember thinking I was young. I was. I had been at least sixteen. I thought somebody was trying to break into the house. I was terrified. Absolutely terrified. And then it even further. Another one that reminded me of something Steve told me a long time ago. He talked about the story of uh, the creature crawling into the window and sitting on the chest about suffocating them. I mean, it sounds like it's reminiscent of a couple of things like the night hag, but the one it specifically reminded me of was when Steve was telling me about a abduction story and this dude felt something crawling up his bed and he thought it was his cat, but he remembered the cat was outside And when he peeked his eyes open, he saw like a little gray alien crawling up his bed, like on top of him. And he just kept his eyes, you know, he closed his eyes again. And I don't don't remember exactly where the story went from there, but it reminded because the way Steve described it in this story, this thing was climbing on top of him to sit on top of him. So really, really gross description. Yeah, that's that's precisely, you know, you guys get this all day, but um, that's why your show is my favorite show, because a lot of the things that happen to you or what you discuss on the show is uh, I'm either a party to it or I know people that it has happened to. So you sort of validate that I'm not that I'm not just seeing things or just feeling things um, because nearly everything that you bring up, um, it's it's like. It's not news to me, but I, I think it's just pretty awesome that other folks are, um, well, they might be scared of it. It's never really going to hurt you, I don't think, in my eyes, at least. It's wild that you guys out there just take it in stride. Like, you just just go with it. And yeah, I mean, I just go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's, I was just going to say, honestly, you kind, you all, all you listeners that share your experiences, validate it for us as well yeah just as wide as it is tall when we hear everyone like getting the confidence to come forward with their experiences it makes our experiences just hold that much more weight in water yeah yeah i've debated calling into your show multiple times because we have uh i've got so many experiences to share um and uh, you know just what you're bringing up it reminds me of something else i could go on all day about this but you've got you got other people to get to. So I just, uh, I want to say thanks for giving me time to, to speak. And uh, if I come up with anything else, if I remember, I'll, I'll call in. Awesome. Right on. Thanks. Thanks a ton for calling in. All right. Stay, Thank you. stay safe. Thank you. Right. When he started talking about it, walking on the roof, I immediately, that's why I'm just, I just sit back. I'm like, I'm gonna let Kyle. Yeah, I, I thought the one. I thought the exact same thing. As soon as you said it, I'm like, dude, that's just like what I went through. That's so weird. Mine got a little bit more intense, you know, after the 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 roof part. But regardless, it, a lot of similarities there. And the 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 golf breeze encounter. If you read that book, 
Um, it's got a lot of similarities with everything, everything else that kind of ties in. It's, it's weird. The, I'm trying to think about like what the orb of light could have been that just disabled all of the farming equipment. That's strange because you hear it in UFO encounters, um, people on the road and their vehicles, their cars getting disabled and shit. Well, and furthermore, you hear about them little nefarious orbs. They're little assholes. Like if it's not, if, if the orb itself is not, the craft but we hear the individual stories of like little softball sized orbs some of them are crazy aggressive you know and some of them are they almost seem curious like they're just investigating investigating shit i don't know yeah and they'll hear like red color blue color and you hear it in so much so much of the phenomena yeah ufos missing people bigfoot all all of it they're they're just linked in and it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's bizarre. It makes you wonder, is it, is it some sort of energy force? Is it a life form? Is it a craft? Like what, what hey, are for they? For all I know, it could be uh, the UFOs drones, essentially. I have no idea. And to think of it, uh, like he's saying it's a life force just makes you feel gross. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's because weird. They're, they're dicks. It's strange. Definitely. It is strange. Especially now that like it's being brought out more and more into the mainstream. Uh, more and more into the mainstream about these orbs and such. Like in the Bigfoot community. It's weird. Yeah, it is. That's weird that they are acknowledging it because i know like like the bfro they like to push those things off to the side (laughs) oh we got you know what i'm just gonna go for it we got uh some live action everyone some live action my email just went off right cool so since you're probably watching Agent Smith. Our friend Agent Smith just emailed us at 9.33. Cool. And the title is August 1st, 23. I guess we were mistaken in thinking that you gentlemen lived by the edifying word you speak. The words you speak for the world to hear. To us, the words we speak into the ether are just as binding as a soul contract. Please correct me if I'm wrong. You gentlemen requested private correspondence, but it seems as if you decided that your time is of greater value than ours. You both should know that by now, manifesting us into your existence for entertainment purposes is strongly disadvised. We're listening. We're listening. Oh, so they are 100% claiming to be egress then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But no proof of it. Well, Agent Smith, clearly you feel that your time is more important than ours because I have emailed you multiple times looking for some sort of proof and validation that you never responded to. Instead, you just send us some more cryptic horseshit. 
So, manifest that. I mean, I'm, I agree. And you wanted us to drive to the crossroads. And then you gave us some busted ass riddle about how tall the corn gets. I don't care. Some bogus fucking code. Like, just say it. Just tell us. Like, you know how to contact us. Yeah. I love it. Strongly disadvised. Ooh. Threaten me more, Egress Daddy. Manifest fucking busters. Okay. You both. (laughs) You're in our existence now, fella. Yeah, you got the day wrong. No, that's when he told us we were supposed to go down there, right? I don't know. Till the corn, whatever, whatever that's. Let's let's play. Let's play the game. Email emails open. Fucking Mr. Smith, whatever the fuck. Oh, that was our deadline to drive all the way down there. Yeah. Remember until the corn is well, the corn in Illinois is not six feet high yet. So sorry about you. I don't know. I don't know. It's funny that he just waits. And Hmm. Here we go. I'm not going to get into a big fucking debate. But. No, it's you have until the corn there. You have until the fields grow of six and a half feet tall to decide. So make up your mind. Decide and decide where we're going here. If you want to call people out about not living by the edifying words that you speak, blah, blah, blah. Well, and furthermore, then the date is irrelevant. Unless all corn gets six and a half feet by yesterday well they said llamas day i don't know what, what the, the fuck, fuck that fuck means i don't know bro are you ready to devote oh that was funny though yeah i guess we were mistaken in thinking that you gentlemen live by the edifying words you speak no. hey we were told by egress you don't even need- speak how Egress actually spoke. Oh, so, true. I got the I got the messages on the phone. Do not listen to anyone claiming to be from Egress unless they have a badge or they call that number. Uh, valid point. So, so I've given you the chance. I've sent you. I said we are not playing this game. Show me a badge. Not playing this game. Show me a badge. And all you do is this. It's a valid point. It is a valid point. Llamas Day was the first. Harvest Day. Llamas these nuts. I ain't got no llamas. <laughs> llamas are fucking weird anyway. But oh, I guess we missed our chance. I guess I should have probably called off oh. work and went to the Devil's Crossroads. Yeah, it is what uh, it is. No, I, I really, really, really really fuck with the passive aggressive threats at the end. Yeah, just there's no need for that. No, it's funny. It's humorous. It's someone trying to be a ha ha little funny guy trying to get some clout. 
You should both know that by now that manifesting us into your existence for entertainment purposes is strongly disadvised. Well, we've already done it. So disadvise that. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot. That's a great, great phrase, Darth. Fucking do, do better. better. Do there's better. a whole lot of like work, like holes in your little thing there. Yeah. Like talk about manifesting. Well, I mean, kind of a two-way street there, big dog. Because you took the time to email us. That's what I'm saying. Like, pick a cooler spot. Want to take another call? Sure. I'll take another email, too, if they're listening. Come get it. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Howdy, guys. What's up? What's up? Well, night shifting. Yeah. Uh, Mountain Man CJ. Been a while. Yes, sir. And, uh. The line's been clear for a little while, so I figured I would kind of throw some to you guys, a little bit of a twiz action. All right. Earlier today, uh, chatting about all of the UFO alien things on everyone's lips. And uh, he brought something before me that I had never really heard before. We were just out cruising in the country like you do, and we had the radio on. And, you know, I was tapping my foot along to the beat and he said, well, why do people do that? Why are we so sensitive to beats where it can like hack your brain and you start tapping along or marching along and you don't even realize. And we started just kind of tumbling down the rabbit hole. Is uh, beats or consistent sounds, um, feelings like vibrations hitting your chest, something like that. Is that a control mechanism? Is that something, if we are a seed race from the aliens, like a, a leftover trigger or something? And uh, of course, that spiraled on into why humans are so aggressively attracted to symmetry in such an asymmetric world. We all live in exactly square boxes inside of bigger square boxes. There's no straight lines. There's no perfect squares in nature. And if you were living in a room with a 10-foot wall and an 8-foot wall on different sides, it would be bad for your brain. It would freak you out, right? Or the one, <laughs> the one that really got him was if you only clip your toenails on one side, that sends a shiver down like everyone's spine, right? Yeah, I I can get behind that. I do like symmetry. It's I never. I mean, I it's, never. I never really thought about why it's so appealing to us, though. But it is to everybody. We are obsessed with symmetry in a completely asymmetric reality and so we were kind of pitching around well where does that come from why and that's sort of what i was finally setting up for you guys is where does that come from why do we have that because it's so contrary to the world that we live in yeah because like if you were to run it like like we have instincts right 
from ingrained in us from centuries past. Mm-hmm. But symmetry wouldn't necessarily fall anywhere on that list. Like it's not a necessary thing to survive. Well, I mean, you think like we were in caves and then in lean twos and teepees. We just sort of arbitrarily at some point decided all of our houses need to have perfect square lines and all of our fields and all of our farms have to be in perfect tracks and why it just sort of happened. It is weird. It is weird, man. It's got my brain stumped. I think, and symmetry catches our eye, you know, it it just naturally pops out to us. Like, I don't know why that's appealing. That's weird. I never, I I mean, I, uh, it's a hundred percent accurate, but I never really thought about it as, as anything like that, you know, like why rhythms, why rhythms stand out and we, we, we are drawn to them and think about them and why symmetry is, is easier on the eyes. Well, it's not even just the eyes. It's something intrinsic to us. Like it freaks us out to be asymmetric, to be out of control. It's disturbing. Yeah, I can I can attest to that to a degree. Like if I was working on an image or or like building your desk or something, like it to be lopsided drives me fucking nuts. Even if it's oh. just just like barely off, drives me insane. I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. But there's no level flat ground anywhere in the world. Right. Like a, a caveman wouldn't. Or would he, you know, where does it come from? And of course, I started going all the way down the rabbit hole and sort of thinking, well, is like I kind of threw in earlier, is the predilection for symmetry and especially the beat or the rhythm thing, is that left over from something other than our evolution or our time here? You know, if we're a constructed race or if we're in the matrix or what have you. Uh, that would make it's the only explanation that I could possibly come up with is it being introduced instead of developed and you know what an amazing tool it would be to you know play a beat or a rhythm doesn't even have to be in a frequency that we can hear and then we would all you know fall in line naturally you don't even have to fight you are pretty much just taken over like the involuntary marching band. That's yeah. That's terrifying to think about too. And like, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Cause we've got a constant rhythm beating inside of us. You know, the heartbeat is constantly there keeping time to our life. Just the cadence of our existence. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I never, I never weird. even thought about it honestly until just now. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently, I got you guys thinking, got you guys stumped, which is what I intended to do. So, <laughs> I think I'll uh, cut the line and let you jabber jabber about it. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate it. Heck yeah! Stay safe, boys. You too. You as well. It's. 
I don't know. I don't know what makes things like that so makes us so receptive to them, makes them so well the palatable for us. I can't I can't even touch on the symmetry. Other than like symmetry would be equated could be equated, not is, but could be equated to a form of perfection. And then the beat beauty. Yeah, beauty. Exactly. Like perfection beauty. Yes, absolutely. And then the beat, I could just explain it in my way of music has been a form of everything for ever. I mean, it's like noise, creating noise. You know, you have like war drums and stuff from back in the day. Like it, it noise like that can explain emotion and, and so many different things. So that, that could be one explanation to it. That's yeah. It's really got my wheels turning now. But yeah. I mean, it, I'm not an expert in any of that either. So it could be. Cause you, you catch a rhythm in everything. It doesn't even have to be music essentially. Yeah. Even just like like your tires going over the road, yep, it stands out. It's 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 weird patterns replication. Yep, it is weird though. Hey, you will catch catch it. I know it's getting late, but I'll I'll throw this out there right at the end just to see what the chat says. Uh, I thought about this. I was listening to um, I don't know some alien encounter. Anyway. The the encounter had to do with uh, people actually recovering a body of an alien. I don't know if it was the uh, Brazil encounter or the uh, Zimbabwe encounter. But anyway, uh, they got a body, took it in, got it x-rayed, this, that, and the other. The question I was going to ask is, if you knew of the existence of extraterrestrial you were a doctor you did the x-rays you hauled the body in any kind of connection whatsoever that you knew 100 percent that it was real if the mib or the government whatever came to you and offered you a fat stack of cash and said this did not happen would you take it and never talk about it again That's a hard one. Knowing that they would, I mean, now that you are in the know, they're going to constantly monitor you anyway, but you take that money, they're going to be listening to every, every word you say, every move you make, everything you do will be consistently. I'm saying, yeah, I'll take it. And I I got an explanation as to why I'd take it too. So they're going to, they're going to, I mean, they're going to be watching anyway. Well, yeah. But think about it like this. Dylan says, nope, either way, I'm dead. Hell yeah. But let's say they approach you and you decide not to take that money. Right? You want to be the hero. You want to disclose. What are they going to do to you? Take killing out of the table. Mm -hmm. They're going to fuck your life. They're going to discredit you at every single turn they can. Possibly find a reason to throw you in prison. They're going to come at you with everything they have. Yep. 
And you, you know, imagine, imagine how shitty it would be if you were just in, like, like me. I have a very simple way of living. I, I, I'm nothing extra at all. But what if they just fabricated some nonsense to separate my family? Just a divorce that ruins my life. Yep, they can you make know? it definitely not a fun time. That's what I mean. So, I mean, I'm I'm with the people in the chat here. If it's enough money to never have to work again, Can't I'm probably fucking with it. I'm probably fucking like, with it. Or you just unload them duffel bags of cash in the back room, and I, what alien you talking about, bro? That's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Uh, and then there's, and hey, you know, you could also uh, look at it from a devil's advocate point of view. I mean, it was to say I don't find another way to prove it. Yeah, or I was just, or maybe maybe things pan out and you get to be a dude on the inside. They're like, all right, well, Kyle, since you kept your mouth shut, we need you to start running autopsies and shit on these bodies. We need you to start. You're working for us now. <laughs> you're gonna be the the alien mule. I mean, is it that bad? Right? Depends on what the depends on what the pay is. I've done worse for less. That's what I'm saying. Like you, may, you might get brought in on the inside, or worse, ultra worst case scenario, they just clip you. Oh, you know. and you're looking at it from that point of view. You're really just getting paid to know. Yeah, you're getting paid, paid, paid to right. paid to have your question answered. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I mean, it would like it would it. be crazy to to have that happen. I mean, that's just. Essentially, you're just describing winning the the Powerball, you know, or the lottery. At that point, <laughs> like, I mean, it sucks that most people aren't going to get to know the truth, you know. But yeah. to a to a many degree, we all live that life, anyways. Yeah, I mean, at least you would know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, that's almost yeah. two hours deep, folks. Oh, yeah. That means rolling. it's time to go to bed and get up and go to work. Yahoo. Yahoo. Well, since it is that time, I want to thank everybody that called in to share their encounters, uh, chat with us, kind of uh, expand our perspective a little bit. Thanks to everyone in the chat for hanging out, making it awesome, even through the culinary weirdness we had going on in there. Uh, support all the content creators that pop in and out of here. Big Fist Society, Strange Road, uh, Necro, Mound Builder, Burton, all, all of them. You know, you know them all by now. They're they're all pretty regulars in here. Um, and yeah, thanks for kicking it. It's been another good Wednesday. So, hope you all have a safe rest of your week. Check it out Monday for another interesting sky falling episode which did inspire the blob man funny that you bring that up and um Tuesday this episode will drop and we'll see you next Wednesday so until then holocaust friends family stay safe stay weird and uh don't make passive aggressive threats on the internet